What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my week 16 wide receiver top 36 rankings. Also splitting these wideouts into tiers. Already posted my running back rankings. If you guys want to check those out. Um, if you guys enjoy the video, just do me a huge favor and hit that like button. But let's dive right into my tier one wide receivers for this week. Just going to be five guys. We're going to go Tyree Kill, CeeDee Lamb, Amon Ross St. Brown, Justin Jefferson, and AJ Brown. I wouldn't get too concerned about the order of these players. If you have them on your team, they're going to be locked into your lineup no matter what. Now looking at tier two, I'm going to start it off with Stefan Diggs. I understand he's had a pretty rough like last four-ish weeks. It's definitely not been pretty for fantasy. He hasn't been that high-end wide receiver one that you were expecting heading into the season. I like the matchup here against the Chargers. I think this is a nice opportunity for Stefan Diggs to kind of get right here. Then after Diggs, I'm going to go with DJ Moore. I like the matchup here against the Cardinals in the games that Fields has played with DJ Moore. He has been a locked-in wide receiver one, so I think he's definitely deserving of being in this tier. Then I'm going to go with Debo. Had kind of a slow start to the season. It was the Brandon Ayuk show earlier on. Debo Samuel has really broken out over the second half, continues to put together some really impressive fantasy games. Then we're going to have Cooper Cup coming off a huge week 15. Uh, Matthew Stafford's playing at a high level. Cooper Cup is definitely bouncing back after like a rough, you know, kind of few games there in between his season. So I like Cooper Cup here as my wide receiver nine. Then as my wide receiver 10, I have Mike Evans. We had the big Chris Godwin game in week 15, but Mike Evans still put together a decent fantasy day. Also like the matchup here against this uh, Jaguars defense. Then I'm going to have Rasheed Rice, a guy who just keeps rising up these rankings. He's really only become like a locked in true wide receiver one usage wise over the past couple of weeks. And he saw his biggest jump here in uh, week 15, um, over 90% route participation. So he's locked in. He's the clear wide receiver one, and he's just continued to produce week after week. So I do think he belongs here as a wide receiver one for me. And then the last guy in this tier is going to be Puka Nakua, still giving you solid fantasy production. Even in the games where Cooper Cup is having these huge ceiling games, he's still very involved. I like the way this Rams offense has looked. Now pivoting into tier three, these are going to be your high to mid-tier wide receiver two options. Going to start it off with Brandon Ayuk. Like I mentioned for Debo, Ayuk was the guy who was dominating early on in the season. Debo was a little bit quieter. That's kind of switched, you know, like halfway through. So I think it is reasonable to have Debo a tier ahead of Brandon Ayuk. Not a great matchup here against the Ravens, but I think both these offenses are going to be fine. After Ayuk, I'm going to have Chris Olave. This is obviously assuming that he is uh, good to go here on Thursday night. He missed the week 15 game, but he was a limited participant on Tuesday. So that's a decent sign that he could be able to give it a go on Thursday. So if he's playing this where I'd have him, if Chris Olave doesn't play, I just wouldn't be interested in any of these uh, Saints wide receivers. After Olave, going to go with Devontae Adams. Had a big game in week 15. Not a great matchup here against the Chiefs. Obviously, I don't love the Raiders offense as a whole, but I definitely still think he has the talent to be ranked as like a high-end wide receiver to play. After Adams, going to have T. Higgins, definitely someone who benefits with the injury to Jamar Chase. Um, with Jamar Chase in there, T. Higgins was just locked in as the number two option. I think T. Higgins has the talent to be a wide receiver one on a team. He's going to get that opportunity here to be the top target uh, for Jake Browning going up against the Steelers. Then we're going to have these guys who, you know, seemingly are paired pretty much every single week, Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddell, the wide receiver twos behind very impressive top wide receivers, obviously AJ Brown for Devonta Smith, 
and then Tyreek Hill for Jalen Waddle. I think both these guys are nice mid-tier wide receiver two plays. And then wrapping up this tier with DK Metcalf, nothing crazy fantasy-wise in the week 15 game, but he had a couple of big catches um, on that last drive to win it for him. So Metcalf's been the clear top weapon for the Seahawks team. And I think like, you know, wide receiver 19 is a fair spot. Now pivoting into tier four, this is going to take us from our mid to back end wide receiver twos. Going to start off this tier with Garrett Wilson. Now this is going to be Garrett Wilson if Zach Wilson is the starter. So if Zach Wilson's playing, Garrett Wilson has been impressive in those games where Zach Wilson has been healthy, um, averaging 15 PBR points per game. That production falls off when it's not Zach Wilson. So if it's Simeon, you probably bump him more to like that wide receiver three territory, but I think he's a top 20 wide receiver with Zach Wilson at quarterback. Then we have Jaden Reed. Um, this is going to be assuming that Christian Watson is not able to give it a go. I also didn't have guys like Michael Pittman and Keenan Allen. Um, if Pittman's healthy, I don't know if that's going to be the case because he took a gnarly hit. He would be a wide receiver one for me. Keenan Allen, probably a mid-tier wide receiver two play. So that's where I'd have those guys um, if I thought they were going to play. Right now, I wouldn't lean towards them being active this week. But for Jaden Reed here, he has just been on a very impressive run over the last six weeks, having one of those late season breakouts. We've seen it with guys like Amon Ross St. Brown, Christian Watson. When these guys are balling out, you just got to fire them up into your lineup and take those points. So I think Jaden Reed is a very strong wide receiver to play. Then I'm going to have Calvin Ridley. Now, obviously, the health of Trevor Lawrence is a factor here. So if Lawrence doesn't play, doesn't clear concussion protocol, then I'd uh, bump Ridley to more of like that wide receiver three territory. But this is where he'd be if uh, Trevor Lawrence was good to go. And then I'm going to have Cortland Sutton. Um, I've talked about him being a little too touchdown dependent. We saw in week 15, had a solid fantasy day in PPR scoring without getting into the end zone. That's good to see. Um, so I think that gives him, you know, some week to week safety. And then the final guy in this tier is going to be Zay Flowers coming off just a complete clunker. And he's going up against the tough 49ers defense, but positionally, it's not an overly tough matchup for fantasy. And I just think Zay Flowers is going to have to have a bigger role here going up against the 49ers. Now, pivoting into tier five, a pretty large tier here, pretty much our high to mid-tier wide receiver threes. I'm going to start off this tier with Amari Cooper. I think Joe Flacco has definitely been big for Amari. Um, he had really struggled with the non-Deshaun Watson quarterbacks. So I think he's definitely relevant here as like a fringe wide receiver to play. Then I have D-Hop. Um, if Levis misses some time, which it does seem like is possible, I'd probably bump D-Hop a few spots. But Ryan Tannehill is still a pretty capable backup compared to you know what some of the other options could be. Uh, Nico Collins takes a hit with the news that CJ Stroud is probably not going to be ready to play in week 16. If Stroud was healthy, Nico Collins was healthy. He'd be locked in as a probably high-end wide receiver too. Unfortunately, that's not the case. So I think you have to drop him a little bit, but still going to be a high-end wide receiver three for me. After Collins, I'm going to have Jordan Addison, who's coming off a huge boom game um, in a game where Justin Jefferson was out there as the wide receiver one. I think that's pretty impressive, you know, for a rookie to be putting up that type of ceiling game. I like the matchup here against the sideline secondary. That has definitely been a little suspect as of late. Had a bounce back game against the Broncos. But prior to that, it hadn't been great. So I think Addison is talented enough to be a solid wide receiver three play. After him, going to go with Deontay Johnson. The quarterback situation here for the Steelers is not great. They're going to Mason Rudolph. I don't really think that's like a huge plus or minus for Deontay. He's kind of consistently been in like that wide receiver three range. So that's where I have him. Um, then I'm going to have back-to-back -back Seahawks wide receivers here. Tyler Lockett and JSN. Tyler Lockett kind of uh, laid an egg 
in the uh, Week 15 matchup on Monday night. JSN obviously had that big game-winning touchdown, but I think both these guys are just right in the same spot, both relevant in a decent matchup here against the Titans. And then after JSN, I'm going to have Terry McLaurin. Now, Terry coming off a big game may seem low. The problem is a lot of that production came when Jacoby Brissett was at quarterback, and the commanders are pivoting back to Sam Howell, who really just hasn't been a great option for Terry McLaurin. So if it was Brissett, I'd probably have uh, Terry McLaurin in like tier four, but that's just not where we're at at this point. And then the final guy in this tier is going to be Drake London. Not overly consistent, but I like the talent. You're just kind of hoping that the volume is going to be there uh, for this Falcons passing attack going up against the Colts. And then looking at tier six, these are honestly players I'd prefer I wouldn't play, but if you have to throw them in there, I get it. First guy's Chris Godwin coming off a big game. I like the talent of Chris Godwin. It hasn't really come together this season, but maybe he's going to have a nice close. Um, then I have Adam Thielen, decent matchup here against this Packers defense that has been struggling, but he has definitely been falling off over the uh, second half of the season. And then the final guy here is going to be Joshua Palmer. I don't really love the idea of trusting weapons in this uh, Justin Herbertless Chargers offense, especially going up against the Bills, but Palmer delivered a solid fantasy game in week 15. Like I said, this is assuming no Keenan Allen, so he would be operating as their wide receiver one. So I do think it's fair for him to have this final spot. I think you could also give a shout out to a guy like uh, Josh Downs who could kind of fill in there, but that's going to wrap it up for my top 36 wide receivers. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the video. If you did, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel check out my other rankings videos. Um, thank you all for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.